0: Go to Bluehost.com slash suite. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: You're listening to The Nobody's Podcast. This week, it's another somebody session. And let's just say our guests like brownies so much, they put Betty Crocker to shame.
2: Okay, I really don't know why you do things like that. Um, our somebody's this week, though, are the hosts of the Dogs of War podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Cleveland Browns football team. It celebrates the triumphs and struggles experienced by Browns fans everywhere. This week's Somebodies are my friends Raleigh Davis and Kevin Toletta. Buckle up. <laughs>
1: All right. We're recording. You start.
2: Okay. First of all, do not tell me what to do.
1: Walked right into that one.
2: All right. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the nobodies. Experts on nothing.
3: Opinions on everything. We never count down.
1: (laughs) I was going to try to count down. Well, hey guys. Uh, Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. This is... uh, bryce i'm bryce um so we the have to identify I think we need to identify our voices for everybody here because now we have four people it's a lot it's a lot of cooks yeah that it's was a- kevin kevin will you why don't you just introduce yourself and say something to distinct your voice just distinctify your voice
4: oh hey everyone thanks for having me on Um, uh, my name is kevin and if there was ever a podcast for the two of us to be on like we are the poster boys for the nobodies so this is perfect
1: <laughs> it was the first yeah. ever nobody's pun they've I ever heard that. oh it was great well i would I, I mean it was really oh wait sorry raleigh i was not even gonna go to you so why don't you introduce yourself as well to our listeners to all to all three <laughs> to, to both of our mothers hey
3: guys i'm raleigh uh thanks for having me
1: thank you thank you that was very nice very dignified so it was thanks. really nice to meet thanks you guys. For coming and- on. It thank was thank really you for nice. Having m- us. <laughs> Let's just do this the whole time. It was really yeah, nice to meet you guys. I'm over the-
2: go in a circle.
1: <laughs> what did you guys? We we met. We I met you guys for the first time. You know Annie. Annie's been on your podcast, Dogs of War podcast. Um, but I wanted to. I wanted to know if you guys enjoyed yourselves this weekend.
3: <laughs> I had a freaking great time. <laughs> it was an incredible time. Yes. <laughs>
4: I had the time of my life. Great to meet you guys in person as well. I had the time of my life, and what is today, Wednesday? Yeah, it's still, yeah. it's still here.
1: It's still here. It's still, we're still on a high. I feel like we all are just kind of still. Are we feeling still
2: on a high, or is the hangover? I think you are saying Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'm, I'm both.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we say it on our podcast. Sometimes we talk about COVID being a pandemic. The real pandemic are these bartenders out here overserving people. <laughs>
2: That is honestly out of control.
4: It's out of control. I mean, there's something needs to be done.
2: Are you still in Cleveland, Kevin?
4: I'm back in Chicago.
2: You are? Okay. I have to, I just have to say this because I've met Raleigh in person because I went on his annual, or I went to the tailgate for his annual guys trip for dudes. Is that what it's called? You guys lost Um, a bet. Well, no, it was actually so much fun. We just we didn't know where to go, and he invited us, so we went last year. And so we've met in person, but Kevin, this is the first time you and I met in person, yep. and you're about a foot taller than I expected.
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> I, that mean, that mean, I mean, I mean, I, I
4: have a huge head. Does that not give way to like, oh, he's tall at all?
2: But see, there's no like, when you look at you on a screen, which to- is the only way I would seen you, like it, it, your head doesn't look huge. <laughs> I truly, but you know what I said to my, I said to even my dad, cause you're as tall as my dad, which is six, four probably. Cap- right. Kevin no, yeah. Davis
4: tall. I'm like Captain six, two Dave and a half. Tall.
2: Okay. Well, you looked about the same size as my dad. And I said to him, I was like, did you know Kevin was that tall? And my dad was like, no, I thought he was going to be short too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh man. Like I, I fully expected voice. to
2: be, I no, not even that. I fully expected you to be like shorter than me.
3: He, he gives off short man syndrome. Wow, no, like Napoleon, no. Napoleon syndrome. So I have small
1: man's disease. Not at yeah. all. But I. Have head six, two and a half. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. He, does head circumference have something to do with your height? Let's gotta, hope for Baker. I, it does I was happen.
4: hoping. I was hoping some something would be given there that would come in my favor. So I was trying to get
1: something. You just wanted any any sort of win would have been fine. Uh,
2: you know what that. it might be? I think it might be the angle of your computer that you record at. He's head on. <laughs> is he? Uh,
4: yeah. I guess we could adjust. I can't see myself right now, but yeah, it's a good point. It might be. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter, but I just that was the most shocking thing for me that came out of this weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what were you surprised? So your head is it's kind of proportional, all things considered just comes off as big on the screen well the, the, the huge biceps help right.
2: <laughs> that must have been what it was
3: <laughs> so did you guys do
1: have you guys gone we all went to the game on sunday have you guys gone to any a lot of games this year or what's been going on
3: i, I typically go to about i want to say four games a year two home two away uh however it shakes out but now that was that might be only the only one I mean, with COVID and everything going on, yeah. like you get nosebleeds, and they're like way – they're pretty jacked up on prices, and it's like, okay. Well, that's a small, because
2: they're only allowing 12,000 fans in the stadium.
3: Supply and demand.
2: Yeah, and it's a 68,000-capacity stadium, so that makes sense.
3: That's good, it's good. good brown stats there, Annie. Good brown stats. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Annie knows everything about this stadium.
4: Uh, for me, you know. that was my first game of the year we had talked about a lot of games this year going to um, when that schedule came out, including a preseason, I wanted to go down to Tampa Bay for sure. One um, wanted to host a big party here in Chicago for when they play the bears. Um, Dallas Jerry world was scheduled on our, both of our calendars. Um, mm-hmm. And then Raleigh had to go get married. Uh-huh, yeah. But, so yeah, that was the first Congratulations, by the way.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll get to Kate shortly.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yes. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't, I'm trying to think of going you know, to try to get to another game this year at least, but we'll see.
1: Do you did, So the Browns didn't pull out the win on last Sunday, but overall you guys have to be happy with this season, right? I mean, Oh well, like, yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, God, that you get the answer. I mean, because like Annie and I have talked about this, like Baker Mayfield, her brother-in-law for anyone who's living under a rock. Um, wasn't even born when the Browns were four and one a couple of weeks ago. So, <laughs> no, you've no, gotta okay. Be-
2: okay, wait. The way that you phrase this question in the prep is absurd.
1: By the way, hang on. I got to tell you, Annie, you're going to lose your mind about this. I'm going off book right now, but these guys got, especially Raleigh, got like producer Bryce to the full man. He oh, was yeah. like, Did You
2: guys like that, like that obsessive compulsive email he sent you? <laughs>
3: Oh, that I felt really, 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 really I love really, it. The really, all cast really, was amazing. No, no, no. Well, I I asked him, I thought he was gonna ask me. Um what did you think I was gonna ask you? You were we were talking about it a little bit on Sunday, uh like social media uh oh, yeah tips or whatever. And I was like, shit, I need to think about those. Ask me a couple of questions. Well, then you said let's talk about it on the show. And whenever I'm like asked a called a question where I have to think on my feet, which is, you know, 98% of fucking questions, excuse my (laughs) language. I just sound like an idiot. My adult ADHD takes over and I just go into circles. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to have to sound technical, then I'm going to be prepared for it. And then I was thinking like, you send me a couple questions and you sent over all these questions. And I'm like, oh my God, I've literally (laughs) never done that for any of our guests before. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, Raleigh Davis only comes on the show when he gets a full list of questions and all that. So I felt really bad about that and I hope karma doesn't get me somehow. Not at no, all, not so all. He,
2: you guys, he does that every week and I tell him like do not send it to me. I don't want to see it. Like I go I will I just show up. I walk in blind, but he does this for himself every single week even if it's just me and him
1: yeah i have to oh i have to i have to know what i'm gonna say because i'm like you i get really tongue-tied but enough about me Kevin, no, but,
4: that, but that works that works it's like i told you when i met you on sunday yeah. we were talking about it i said you guys have like why i love listening to your guys' podcast is because your guys chemistry is just so natural and just flows so i'm actually interested to hear that you guys have two completely different
1: ways of going at it what oh, we yeah. be more it could honest.
2: not be more different yeah
1: but that's what I think works for us because it then allows allows me to feel comfortable and Annie to feel comfortable because she doesn't want to know stuff. That so that's fair. But so, Kevin, tell us what, how, what, how have you felt about this season of the Browns? It's just
4: some people forget that barely 20 minutes ago we were 0 and 16 <laughs> and I almost drove off the 480 bridge a few times. <laughs> And so now that we're... Is that in Cleveland or is that in Chicago? It's like the tallest bridge in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. If you saw, it, yeah. Um, not really, mom. And now you look at things, you know, I mean, we're just been... It's kind of the phrase, you know, you forget where you come from. Like we have been the biggest joke since we came back in 99. You know, I was 9, 10 years old. I really remember a whole lot of the 90s Browns. And people now expect that we get, you know, we get a little bit of taste of talent. On our team, we start adding some players. We have a quarterback, finally, that lasted more than 20 minutes. Um, Now they're like, let's go. Like We've waited this long. We're owed a Super Bowl right now. Um, So people got a little little carried away, and it started this little civil war we were talking about on our podcast in Cleveland, um, which is the biggest joke in the world. But everyone should be happy with five and three. Like you guys just said, we haven't seen anything like this in a very long time. I sure as hell haven't. Um, so I'm I'm very happy where we are. I mean, obviously everyone wants to keep getting better, and the, the players will be the first ones to tell you that. Um, but I am very content where we're at right now.
3: Yeah, that's great. What Raleigh, what about you? Um to add into Brown stats, big on Brown stats. Uh, <laughs> the year before we were 0 and 16, we were one in fifteen, and we said, "Well, <laughs> like, we can't, we can't get worse." And then, like, we actually oh, somehow show so you the far. franchise that can. One
2: in thirty-one.
3: Oh. Yeah, we are one in thirty-one in two years. Um, It's just really nice to see. It seems like the players are, jet like they get along. It seems like there's a cultural change in the locker room. Like we have a head coach who knows what he's doing, and he's hot.
2: Um <laughs> hey. Annie,
1: Annie, a co- fun fact. Annie a couple weeks ago called him a snack.
3: We
2: need okay. to revisit,
3: revisit that.
2: First of all, no, I did not. <laughs> yes, I you did. Never, no, I did not.
3: How close to calling him a snack were you compared to not calling him a snack?
2: I agreed. I agreed with someone that called him that.
3: Our friend Bill is from Cleveland too. He's been on our podcast
1: as well, but he's from Cleveland and a huge Browns fan. Okay, I get confused in the the text. Annie and I were talking about this. We're in like fifty different group texts, so I don't remember what who says what. No,
0: you don't
2: get confused. You gotta be careful with that shit. No, you do not get confused about whether or not I said that. You think you. Think it's hysterical the idea that I potentially said it, and so now you tell everyone that we see that I called Kevin Stefanski a snack, and a <laughs> snack is not even in my fucking vocabulary. Crazy person. You
4: just convince. Wait, because that's amazing. If you just if, if you just convince yourself to where it's fact in your head, that's amazing. That's what he
2: does. That's yeah. what he so does.
4: You make her do anything you want. That's adult. Yeah. That's a ADHD. Know.
2: No, no, no. He could make any other person do whatever he wanted, but not me because I don't forget anything. <laughs> <A snack>. Seriously. <laughs> she has a
1: photographic memory. It's actually terrifying. I do. Like, I what, uh, she can remember. I yeah, I did. Is Kate like that?
2: Yeah,
3: that sucks. You just have zero ability to win the occasional <laughs> argument.
0: Like,
3: it's so rare. So wait,
1: Raleigh, wait, talking, speaking of Kate, did you? I did. I hear this correctly on your podcast. You lost your wedding ring like a week after you guys
3: oh, got married. Oh, yeah. This guy, <laughs> yeah, no one saw that coming. When did you- <laughs> that's this is number two? Um,
1: <sighs> oh my god, you never found
3: it. <laughs> no, it's uh, we went to the honeymoon. I got back, I went to work on Monday. Said, yeah, I'm back from the honeymoon, and I zoomed with a co worker. I said, Now oh, look at my wedding ring. and. I took a nap at lunch, as I do normally. I woke up and it was gone. Well, I I noticed it not being on my finger. So that's gone. And I was dead. No, I was not living. We 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 looked everywhere in this house. We we cleaned every inch of it. I looked everywhere. I looked in the trash. I went through the trash plural times. Um,
0: Plural times? Yeah.
3: It's like, it has to be somewhere. It is so... And it was like a, not here to you know flex on everybody, but it was. Might as well. It cost more than an Xbox. Let's just say that. And that was a uh, white gold. I think it was. It
2: cost more than <laughs> an Xbox. Xbox
4: ones are are seventy five on eBay right now. I X- Xbox One. Xbox
3: or er, Xboxes when they're like new. Okay. Anyway, it was like <laughs> that's kind of how I equate things that are more than three hundred dollars, and I'm like, okay, this is jacked up. <laughs> and my dad, for whatever reason, this is random, but he has always lectured me since I was like 23 about when you get a wedding ring someday, you make sure that you don't get titanium because if that, because th- if you get in a car wreck, you will, they can't cut it off and you'll have to get your finger cut off. It's like, like how, how
4: old were you when the story first came? Like four?
3: Like 23. And All then right. like, I, I was very, very, very single at 23 and he would bring it up multiple times kind of like a broken record and i'm like oh my god so me and my brother would start making fun of him like just being like yeah if i ever get married i don't know <laughs> you know white gold titanium <laughs> uh and silver the and then he just goes into his rant, like no because if you get in a car wreck they, they can't they can't cut it off you're gonna get your finger cut off and it's like it's insane how many times he brought it up and then i look at the pricing of how much a titanium ring is and it looks kind of the same as the old one it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get it, but you know, karma is going to lead me to get into a car wreck. And I'm going to have to get my goddamn finger cut off. So I'm kind of sweating. Very,
1: sp- that seems like a very specific thing. Like, just, it's like, yeah, agree, it's a very too specific too, thing to happen. You
4: the, the really only not have two bigger nobodies on your podcast right
2: now. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. As I'm, I'm not, it's not a
4: joke. Like, you it's guys, just, we're
1: kindred then. That's, we're no. good.
2: Raleigh, as you're telling me this story, not just me, the group of us, I wear no rings on my fingers because when I was seven, my dad was, um, he was like an orthopedic sales rep. So like he sold a lot of uh, med device and he sat in on a surgery one time where a little girl that was like my age was playing outside and and a like her jump rope or something got hooked onto her ring And pulled it off and literally didn't dislocate her or didn't pull her finger off, but it ripped off like all the skin, all the tendons and just basically left the bone. And he was like, well, yeah, that can happen. That's why it's so dangerous to wear rings. And I was seven. That was 24 years ago. And I still to this day don't wear rings.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So you and my dad would. Yeah. Your dad
4: would kill it. I'm trying to digest everything that's going on right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Annie, so you're Annie's a, Annie, we're relatively new Browns fans. Annie has a lot um, more claimed <laughs> than I do. But Annie, how do you feel about being a Browns fan?
2: Um, it's an emotional roller coaster that I don't think I would recommend to a lot of people, um, only because it, this year's much easier to deal. Like in years past, I guess the two past years I've been a Browns fan. Um, it was really difficult on certain occasions, but um, now it's really fun and I love it.
4: Well, it's great. It's really I, was nice. always, I was always curious about that, about you, Annie, to be yeah. honest. It's how, you know, you always hear about, you know, good or bad, how, what things are said online or in the media and on TV, affect like the mm-hmm. media family. But, you know, you always wonder about the sister and brother-in-laws. So that's what well, I always wondered.
2: So the thing is, um, like us as a family. I mean, you guys have met all of us, but as a family, like we ride so hard for each other. And I don't know if you guys have heard about the first time I met Baker, but I immediately said to his face that I was not going to like him. <laughs> um, literally is this trick- after,
4: just after he was with your sister. It was or it some other the- like before anyone they met.
2: No, no, no. They were dating. And it was the first time we met when we were when they were dating. And he walked in and shook my hand and said, I'm Baker. And I said, Okay, I'm Annie, and I'm not gonna like you. <laughs>
3: did you did, okay, shoot me straight. Did you say it seriously? There's no way you just come out of the gate, say that with a straight face. You said it swear no to God.
2: No, swear it? to God. I you, was, mean, you meant she it was her, not-
4: her shotgun out too while saying it.
2: Yeah. No, I was, no, it was at a Hooters, but I wish I had been cleaning a shotgun. Um, (laughs) no, I was dead serious. I was not on board with the two of them meeting like at all. Um, but when, when I said that to him, his response was challenge accepted. (laughs) And when he said that, I was like, well, fuck, I am going to like him because that's exactly what I would have said. Yeah, no, and so that's... the longer they've been together, the more we've realized how similar Baker and I are. And so we got like to be just very close very quickly. And so, like I was saying, our family just rides so hard for each other. Like I had to train myself to not respond to trolls because I wanted to like rip them all a new asshole. That's um, what Raleigh's like, here for. Yeah. <laughs> the- yeah
0: no. Yeah, I mean- but
2: it was it it was. Um, I think because we're all so close, it definitely bothered us the first couple seasons
1: well and, and i mean and you guys she said her family. it's true you guys ride so hard you're but you're so loyal like that's the thing you're so loyal and you don't but you and i feel like you do kind of drown i don't want to talk for you obviously but i but i do put things project things obviously into your head so maybe i can um i just feel like you guys are able to um you I, I just I'm in awe of like how you guys handle the situations because it, it would be very hard for a lot of people and you guys handle it so gracefully and uh it's it's really impressive.
2: Well that's because they handle it so gracefully, right? You know, like he is very unfazed by that shit, and so is Emily. And so I think if that's not how they felt, it would be a lot harder. But I mean, they handle it with grace like I've never seen. So it makes it easy on all of us.
1: It's pretty unbelievable. Um, With those two,
4: with Baker and Emily, uh, they could post a smiley face emoji and some screwball in the Cleveland media will try to make something up. Like they get everything they post or say gets so overanalyzed. And that's why we grant on the Cleveland media so much on our podcast um, it's unbelievable.
3: Well, there's I, different degrees of trolls. There's the media just, it's like they're constantly de- digging for the most negative narrative possible. There's shithead 13 year olds that hate their dads and they just, they troll like <laughs> cyber, <laughs> cyberbullying bullying is part of like the new culture with these kids. And then there's like, True.
2: Is that like then a- it's like
3: their dads also talk shit on social media. It's like, Oh my God.
4: Do they look like the guy in Big Daddy? Where he goes, Adam Sandler? It's not my fault you're mad at your dad. (laughs) Yeah, I hate hate my father. So yeah, Adam Sandler.
2: First of all, that's what I'm gonna start commenting on under the trolls on Instagram. It's not not my fault you hate your dad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That that's been my bread and butter for so long.
4: But when you love that but these these Twitter fingers. If they would ever meet any of you in real life, they'd ask for a selfie, and autograph. Uh, oh, 100%. And if, and if you reply to them, when you reply to them, they screenshot that and show all their friends like, hey, look who I got. Like,
2: Oh, well, totally. The thing is I learned that with Sammy because Sammy gained all this traction with all these teeny boppers like five years ago. And they'd go on there and just say like the worst shit, and I would want to respond. I did respond a couple times, and then I realized like, oh my god, I'm twenty something years old, late twenties, commenting at eleven year olds. Like, who's the real loser?
3: <laughs> Wait, you know what? Now that I okay. think about it, I'm, I'm a 32 guys- year old that engages in <laughs> arguments all the time. So, good for you, Annie.
4: Everyone <laughs> in your family has multiple thousands and or million plus following. So, not if, if I. So my family and I do not spoiler. Uh, I'm thinking like <laughs> there you could find a fight in any siblings inst- or Instagram anytime you wanted to. if so many options.
2: Yeah, that's true. Especially,
4: as over, especially if you're protected because yeah. I am of my siblings too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I could easily pick a fight. I mean, I can just look at the hashtag like Sammy Wilk or Baker Mayfield and pick a fight.
1: Or Emily made which
2: I might do actually tonight. Now that we're talking about it, yeah, and
1: also if you do that, screenshot it so I can post it on the. Well,
2: Instagram. I have to stay out of Emily's comments because the trash comments that are left on those um, really piss me off.
1: Yeah, I remember because we were she's at the- my
2: sister, and I know that Sammy and Ben and Bate can handle themselves, but and Emily can too. But I just am so protective of like my little sister. For sure, yeah. I
1: mean, we were um at we were watching a game at the bar like a couple weeks ago, and I was like reading comments, and Annie like deleted Twitter from my phone. She's like, "You got to stop this! Like, you got to stop." Oh yeah, stop I deleted the app
2: <laughs> off of his phone completely.
1: Because I was just like, I mean, I was getting pissed. So I, it's like, how can you? I mean, I'm just friends with that. Like, I can't even imagine how you must feel. You know, like it's just got to be. So hard. I, I also wanted to say really quickly that I love the description in your guys's podcast that says, you know, guests include Emily and Baker Mayfield parentheses, hard flex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, uh, in other that, episodes, that was so me. They've been on tw- <laughs> My favorite thing that
4: we do with that is we've had Emily on twice and Annie on twice once. Yeah, um, thanks for the invite, by the way. Bryce is next. <laughs> Bryce is next. Is one I We just do uh, Emily Mayfield and her husband.
2: That is my favorite <laughs> amazing. thing. Amazing!
3: That that's my favorite one. Is
2: Emily yeah, that's and, my too.
4: and her husband? It well, is really
3: that- funny, but it screws you with SEO. So we <laughs> battle with that often. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: well, also, Kevin, just I know that you guys do not need to feel obligated to have Bryce on your podcast, and also. <laughs> If you do have him on, he will prep for your podcast in the same way. So just let him send you the
1: questions. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. And Kevin, Kevin, I actually told you, I told you that I, one of my favorite things that you guys did on your podcast was when you had Emily on and you said, and Baker walked in the room and you go, Hey, what's up? Nice haircut. And then like, just did not skip a beat. Like there was no, there was nothing like, and I told you, I was like, that'd be like Jennifer Aniston coming on our podcast and me not losing my fucking mind. Like it was just. Well, but
2: Bryce, you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and lose your mind. So. <laughs> that there's, is a like of, not there's a lot. A of a good comparison. Back there's a lot. Of know, it's, really it's, not, it's
4: really not. A good First comparison. of all, there's going to be like a Buzzfeed quiz tomorrow. Are you a Baker Mayfield or a Jennifer Aniston? um
2: <laughs> first of all i hope that i've happened. never heard
4: i've never heard two more uh wow um
2: <laughs> well but the reason he uses jennifer Aniston is my because, parents
4: just by the most two most random names i've ever heard in my entire life put together but it's because
2: he's obsessed with jennifer Aniston, and like actually what, he'll make comments about like yeah like when i sleep with jennifer Aniston, and i'm like first of all it's never gonna happen Wait a minute. second of all stop acting She's like single right Yes. yes, but that doesn't mean. Okay, yeah, sure. Bryce has a chance.
1: <laughs> no, no. I said one time. I said wouldn't kick her out of bed, and Annie said, "Well, you wouldn't be able to get her in bed." So that's <laughs> All not right. The so thing. I never
4: admitted <laughs> this before. I mean, you can see like your friends comment on things in your feed, but anytime, literally any single uh, complex or any of the big, they put out the tag someone that you'd want to go here with or do this with. I put Kendall Jenner every single time. So kind of like your Jennifer for thing. Like you never know. You never know. You know. So why not? Uh, but to, to answer your or to go back to what you're saying when Baker came in on uh, one of our episodes, I, I think the reason why well, one I don't uh, celebrities athletes I, I don't get the 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 or I don't fanboy or fangirl. Um,
3: yes, you do. But go ahead.
4: But not, <laughs> no, it's not. But it's it, but it's you wouldn't like. I I know how to contain it. No, my excitement.
1: Yeah, but, and I didn't put you in the same category as me, just to be clear. I just was like, no, I'm no, very no. impressed because I'm not like that. So it was just but, very impressed. No, that's
4: what just really phased me. And then, But what a, I think a big part of that um, is I was wearing Baker's jersey. And I for a second, I, it just kind of hit me. I was like, wow, I'm a 32-year-old grown man child wearing the jersey of another man who's now looking at me on camera and just seeing me wearing his <laughs> jersey. So I just I just kind of got knocked down a few a few steps in that moment. So it's Did you guys ever
2: there. listen to Chris D'elia's podcast?
3: Negative. Okay. I, he, I don't think so.
2: he does a bit about that on his podcast.
1: Annie why, Annie, why don't you go ahead and tell them what it was?
2: <laughs> We've talked about it before on this podcast, so I'll just give you guys like a quick little synopsis. Basically, Crystal is not a sports fan and I know Crystal has been canceled, but I still think this is a funny bit. He basically says that he doesn't agree with anything where grown men wear the names of other grown men on their backs and if that if he ever saw someone with uh, if he ever saw a grown man with his name on the back of his jersey that gives him permission to then bone that man. (laughs)
3: Well, that is <laughs> that's gonna get you canceled, Crystalia.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. not why he got canceled. He got canceled for grooming young girls.
3: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's okay. rough. Okay. Well, hold on, let me think of a rebuttal real
2: quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay, also well, thinking
4: I was also thinking more like if I'm Baker bigger, Baker's bigger what, 25, 26?
2: 25.
4: See all these like older dudes wearing your jersey around. I, I don't know how I'd feel like that. So but anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was a humbling <laughs> yeah. moment.
1: <laughs> well uh you but you guys okay so kevin you're from cleveland but yes. captain raw dog which is your name on this uh okay. you are not you're from columbus c area? okay do you guys like i mean do you like Cle- cleveland of the city they both,
2: I, they both live in chicago now
1: well now you both live in chicago but I like the city of Cleveland. I was pleasantly surprised. It's different than like we're from Omaha, Nebraska, and I was pleasantly surprised that it was it was different from like other Midwestern cities. It feels more like Upper Midwest. But I do want to know what is with all the Christmas shit in Cleveland? Wait, like,
2: wait, 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 wait! What like the hell does Upper Midwest mean?
1: Upper mid, like like Ohio ish How
2: does something feel Nebraska's, like Nebraska's a geographic like area. lower
1: middle? I was thinking like Detroit. Detroit feels like Cleveland a little bit, and there's like there's similarities between Russell. those type of cities. Sorry, that was a really bad explanation. Are you, are you talking uh, about in terms of like uh, Rust Belt, Rust Belt city, like the blue collar Rust Belt city? Yeah,
2: like there's just I mean, well, that's because, what I was gonna say. I feel like both Detroit and Cleveland feel like more like blue collar like versions of Omaha.
1: I feel like Omaha feels just I don't know. I feel Omaha is very suburban, but that's just me. It just feels that's very you grew up like on a yeah. lake in
2: the middle of the city.
1: Right. That's true.
2: <laughs> when I hear
4: Omaha, I think of County Crows every time.
1: Yes. Um, love I that. think you're, I think, well, did you say, what was your first question? Do Well, we, I just want to I know. Like, I love I, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also, I just want to know about like the Christmas shit, the, yeah. the deal there. Like, okay, you've got the Christmas, a Christmas story house where Ralphie was trying to get the BB gun and the Christmas, and, 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 and wait, I'm getting off on too many shit. Yeah, shoot your eye out. But you also pride yourselves from um on Christmas ale, which is from the Great Lakes Brewing Company, which is delicious, by the way. But I would like to remind everybody, because I've talked about it on this podcast, it is a high alcohol beer that will make you end up naked on the kitchen counter if you drink enough. I'll take
3: uh I'll take a Christmas story. You drink. take ale. Um Christmas story, it took place. I'm actually kind of bitter about this, even though it's just a classic. It was filmed in Cleveland, but it took place in like random town in Indiana. Like what was so wrong with saying, Yeah, it takes place in Cleveland <laughs> instead of like more people have heard of sure. Cleveland than whatever part of Indiana that's like obscure about it. Like they were living in Indiana and they were all Bears fans. That's uh <laughs> so none of that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, that doesn't really add up. But yeah, go ahead with the Christmas sale, Kevin. No, I
4: took to add a little more juice to that one. Uh, well, the Christmas story, you know, the whole thing was filmed in Cleveland. You know, the movie starts off with the um, tower city, slow pan. Um, and then just had a bunch of things that reminds, you know, our parents and older generations of the old Cleveland. Like when we had, I mean, we have like four buildings down there. Now we had like two back then. And one was that big, was it Higby's shopping? Oh, yeah, Higby, yeah. Were they, were they filmed the scene of him getting kicked on the head by that Santa? Yeah. Um, it just nostalgic a lot of Cleveland people. And so the house and the, the, leg lamp people like know what it's from, but don't know. But like we think of Cleveland when we see that thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's more nostalgic than anything as of, as with great lakes, Christmas ale. Woo. Um, <laughs> that's the stuff where, you know, new year's day, you're just like, thank God I, I can stop drinking this now till max- <laughs> next, till next Halloween. Um, we would all we'd think we were so cool in high school. We would have our whoever older brother, sibling, cousin buy us all each a six pack of Christmas ale. We're like, oh yeah, this would be nothing. We would all get through maybe one and a half and just be toast. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's I like was drinking. Say,
2: at at a Christmas party last year, my brother Ben drank six of them. And <laughs> I was like, what is happening?
4: I would probably, I, I, I swear to God, I've never done it. I'd rather drink, I would rather drink a whole fifth of liquor, of whiskey, <laughs> than six Christmas ales. Anyway, so for those that don't understand, don't know, it was – and now it's it's crazy how much it's spread over the last, like, 10 years or so. When I first moved to Chicago nine years ago, there was a, a small craft beer store right by our apartment, and if you went in, they got, like, a case of Christmas ale a year. Someone would, like, drive to Cleveland and bring it back, and there's a sign on the case that said – limit one Curtis ale bottle per customer. Like it just didn't leave Cleveland really that much. So now it's all over the Midwest and everywhere. So why we love it so much is because it was just like our own thing for so long. And it only came out for the one or two months a year. And it's just so tasty and it's, it's like is. a tasty syrup. And it, you know, it's not, it doesn't have the higher, doesn't have the highest alcohol content, but it's a lot more than like a Miller light. Of course. Um, there's nothing crazy to it. It's just for some reason, Two or three of those, and you're, I don't care who you are, how big you are, you're toast.
2: But the alcohol content's not higher. I don't drink beer because I have an annoying gluten allergy, but
0: (laughs) because you live uh, in LA,
2: you pretty much. Um, (laughs) I used to drink beer, now it like lights my esophagus on fire. Um, but it's not higher alcohol content. I don't understand how that could get everyone so fucked up.
4: No, no, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not like a 14% beer, it's like a a craft beer content, maybe a little higher. And so you wonder, like you drink two, but you're like, how would how are two of these making me this drunk right now? Yeah. And I could drink two any other two beers there are and and just be, you know, but I think mean, that's just what that's a secret sauce. It,
3: it's seven point five percent. Where does that go? That's kinda uh, high. Yeah, that's not adding up. It's strong as shit.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that well, is like, pretty high for a beer.
3: Raleigh, you told
1: because uh, I also want to know about Drew Carey because he's like, uh, is he like a Ooh. god? There, Raleigh. Raleigh told me that he had a pretty good answer. He told producer Bryce, not me. He told producer Bryce that he had a pretty good answer for that. Nah, it was.
3: Uh, <laughs> it was like. A, <laughs> it was like <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: that to be the name of the episode.
1: Producer Bryce sucks.
3: <laughs> it's not that good of a story. It's it's me. I I followed him on Instagram. I think I still do. And I try to do, hey, Mr. Carey, come on the podcast or whatever. And I remember watching him post on his Instagram. Like, I could tell he wasn't very social media savvy and that he's doing it himself. There was a, somebody else that made a Drew Carey like fake account. I think it was a bot, like a spam bot. And he goes, he posts it and he goes, this motherfucker tried to make a fake thing for me. And, like, he almost got away with it. And it's like, <laughs> God. No, Drew Carey. Those, those are internet trolls. They're everywhere. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it was like it was like hearing your, like your uncle that was like bitter, just to yell at you. Get like here.
0: secondhand
2: embarrassment. Yeah,
3: yeah. He eventually deleted it like pretty quickly, but that was my Drew Carey story. I don't know if it resonated with the audience, but I thought it was funny, and I'm drinking. It's so.
2: publicist. Hey, like, it's good internet. It,
3: so. Like, is he, is your question? What do we think of if, is,
1: he well, just, like, is he like a god? There, like, does everybody just like yeah. love him? I mean, he had like, Cleveland this. rocks, you
4: know. I mean, no, no, not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. No, he's a uh, he's the price is wrong, Drew. We're off, Drew Carey, right now. Um, so he was a god. Like my whole childhood, I remember going watching the Drew Carey show. That song, he was the face of Cleveland so much that the first game back as the new franchise in '99. Drew Carey is the one that brought them onto the field. And I mean we interviewed Tim Couch on our podcast, who was a number one overall pick, our quarterback at that time. And he said Drew Carey leading them out. He said, through for college, high school, pros, anywhere. He's I just never heard a crowd that loud in that moment. So, like Drew Carey, like representing like the whole coming back of the Browns. Anyway, and we grew up watching, you know, what my favorite show of my dad growing up was Who's Line? I, oh, still, I still myself. I still find so myself like when we used to go to work in the city um back in the old days I'd Who is your favorite
1: out. on whose line?
4: The I think guy. I think Colin no excuse me I think Wayne needs to be like a top 40 singer like that guy he can do everything Wayne why does Bradley. he not sing yeah, he can do everything. everything that guy has pipes and he's hilarious you know I, he needs to be all of me need to be in more things
1: um, Well, he's he's uh i mean he does have a very steady job let's put it that way he he hosts let's make a deal on cbs every single day so he's got a pretty cushy job you know that my favorite uh, was my favorite wondering, Bryce
2: works in the industry so
1: oh yeah oh did i mention that i how did i not how did i go this long 30 we're at 37 minutes and i didn't mention to you that i am a i work in tv that's a record annie Let's count it.
2: Don't cheers me for that <laughs> because so it's I, still not something I'm impressed by.
4: <laughs> we are. Um, so anyway, <laughs> tw- I think it was like in 2015 or something, Drew Carey came out and kind of like disowned the Browns. Um, he compared the franchise. What? He Yeah, you can look it up. Just like talking like Drew Carey disowns Browns or something. He came out in an interview and said he compared the franchise to a shitty uh, sandwich shop in Cleveland. He goes – I don't get my hometown. He goes, if a sandwich shop sold shitty sandwiches, would you go back there all the time for that same shitty sandwich? And so he jumped right off. And so he's kind of – he's out of the picture now because that's the thing about Cleveland, Cleveland prides prides themselves on, ourselves on, is that, like, we haven't been good in forever. But no one – the real ones, no one jumped off. We were 0-16. but still selling out games because we're all idiots. But it's also a lot of loyalty in there too. So that's why Mm – Long answer short, um, very much off Drew Carey after those comments.
1: Ah.
2: Long story short, we're just going to say fuck Drew Carey. I don't
3: know if that's – there's a lot of people that – he wasn't alone with that. And there's a lot of people that say they're off and they come back. He was he was just in the public eye.
4: No one of his stature. Like I've jumped off for five minutes many, many times. Over the years before Baker got drafted. Um, disclaimer. So no, someone of his stature can't say stuff like that and just be okay with the maniacal third world country fan base of ours.
3: So you let the media paint your picture of Drew Carey, you sheep? <laughs> no,
4: it was an interview, not an op-ed or a story. It was actual his words coming out of his mouth. You could hear him.
3: Well, I follow him on social media, and I see him make weird. Tried, you you slid into little, his DMs.
4: You split what I remember? His DMs. Uh, I've hit the DMs too to get on the podcast. I, I'm sorry, um,
1: <laughs> Wait, Drew Carey. You know come on the podcast. He listens to us, so we'll. I know we'll he sure does. He gets He's on TV. We'll <laughs> give I, him we'll
4: one we'll we'll we'll
2: we'll guy Do you guys want me to do it? Send the DM.
4: Oh yeah, obvious. I, yeah, duh. <laughs> okay.
1: Unpaid intern.
4: One thing yeah. I remember though about him, his profile—he <laughs> doesn't have many followers. Like it's kind of a embarrassing amount of followers for someone of his stature.
1: Yeah. Well, then it should be
2: even easier to get him on your podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, okay. Speaking of your podcast, tell us, tell, tell our listeners about about it and what what made you guys start it. And I, I want to hear about the unpaid interns too, because you guys are looking for unpaid interns. Do you have any? So, Raleigh,
4: I'll start with the, how, and you talk
1: about your, your intern.
4: See, this is good, creation. Annie.
1: We need to take we need to take note here. They're like very good at like, you know. So Raleigh,
2: don't tell me what I need to do.
4: <laughs> Raleigh started the Instagram account at Angry Browns fans shortly after our zero and sixteen season a few years ago. Um, the name of it, and we don't describe this part enough about it. People see and they think, oh, it must be anti-Browns. It's angry Browns fans, but it's just it's just satire. Uh, the name itself is a joke. Um, every single meme and in Instagram that's ever been posted on that account, Raleigh does it one hundred percent. It's his thing since day one. Um, is all this like very supportive and very anti anti Brown stuff. Um, so anyway, he had that going for like a year or two, and then he has like twenty thousand followers and like a very engaged follow. Like he'll post a picture. And like, you know, you see people that have like a hundred thousand followers that post pictures, like 50 likes, like Raleigh would get like thousands of likes and like these like people were just maniacal, like commenting and like having, and he would reply to every single one of them. And he was a nut. I don't know why you don't do that professionally, by the way, like a marketing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, you've figured it out from, uh, from nothing. And I hate, don't give me all this credit. Um, so no, he got about 20,000 followers and he's like, let's start a podcast. And I, Co-host another podcast for Dayton Flyers basketball. Um, so one of our mutual friends put us in contact because he heard Raleigh say, "I want to start a podcast," and knew that I had a podcast. So you know, we met up, started talking about it. Uh, we put out an episode a few months later, and then a few a uh, few months later, we somehow bamboozled Emily Mayfield thanks to the Instagram uh, to come on, and then Take Baker me. had to just walk into a room, and then he became a guest too. So.
1: Yeah, we can't be
2: incredible. What's funny, is, what's funny is that Emily had been telling me about the Instagram account. Like, cause that's been really going since sh- they got there. Right.
3: Right. Actually, like honestly, year before. Probably, probably a couple weeks before they drafted Baker. Okay. Everyone so needs to go follow that me-
1: by the way, just, just a call to action. Everyone needs to go follow that.
4: And at, because speaking of that, Bryce, it's, it's crazy to me too. Cause I just, again, I just watch cause he does everything for the Instagram how many other fan bases or how many of the comments will say, hey, I'm a Jets fan, but this is fucking hilarious. Or, hey, I'm a Steelers fan, so I hate you, but this content is great. Um, so, yeah, follow it because that yeah. sort of translates to podcast listeners. So, go follow. Annie, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say Emily was telling me about it for a while, and then she said, do you remember that account I told you about? They're starting a podcast. Um, and it was right around the time, I think, because Bryce and I were talking about potentially doing this podcast. and then.
1: Which she is so – she was so excited about. Hell yeah. You were so excited about starting a podcast with me, obviously. I think it's a great product that you guys put together.
2: (laughs) Thank you. I threatened to leave leave Bryce every week to start my own podcast called The Somebody. (laughs) Um.
4: (laughs) Wait. Yeah. A mini-series on the side. Yeah. (laughs) Like five minutes every week. You guys just like both kind of – oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, but no. So then when we went to Arizona, she was like, Hey, so that, that guy that I told you about that runs that account, he invited us to his tailgate. You should talk to him about podcasting while you're there. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I think we had both been doing it for just a little while. Like we were sharing tips back and forth.
3: Yeah. Well, the, I mean, Kevin, Thank you. Everything you said about me was very, very kind and sweet. We added you, all that shit out too. Yeah. No, 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 no. Keep it.
2: <laughs> For yeah, sure. yeah. No, no, no. We'll just mute your line during
0: all yeah, that. Yeah.
3: The story of how we actually know each other is dark and sinister and longer than that, and there's not enough time on this podcast. <laughs> but um <laughs> it blows your mind how much there's all this random logistics and shit that goes into podcasting that you don't really think about until you go through it. So it's like, yeah, I'll talk to For whoever Annie. about
4: Mm-hmm. When sorry to interrupt, or well, I'm not, but when you make it like super big and famous, um, and take Bryce with you, of course. Thank you, thank you. For
2: that. Doubtful, but yes. Uh,
4: <laughs> you know, like when super famous people get like their own like logo or like their own thing, your symbol, your a moniker is always going to be that red pop filter on your microphone. That, okay, is be, like, that is your stamp. Is that microphone?
2: Okay, I love you,
4: that microphone.
2: Thank you. I'm glad you said that. It is like so. basic. Like it's
4: only really going to be like like the Annie is going to be like thanks,
3: Kevin. Back, back to you.
1: Laptop.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> did did anybody else think that was funny? I did. <laughs> I laughed. Okay. I, I can't laugh. see Annie. Oh my god, that's oh. so
1: true. He can't see you. I don't know why. This that's is so why, why it's been. Yeah. Sorry. This is bizarre. Um, but you, so you guys had, I mean, Annie, as we mentioned, Annie's been on the podcast with Emily, obviously, but, um, I wanted to know, you guys talked about self-care, the two of you, you were like, they, cause self-care is a huge theme in our. we are, I'm more insane than Annie is, but I have a very, like, I have a very like regimented, like I eat this way and I do all this other stuff, but you guys talked about self-care. You were asking, um, these two women who are extremely, uh, knowledgeable in that field. So kudos to you guys. Um, I was actually going to say that in Cleveland, all I ate were like chicken tenders and pizza. And I feel like I actually lost weight. So I don't know how that happened, but I digress. I want to know what have you guys, you talked about facial cleansers. <laughs> you, like Emily told you, she said, Emily and Annie were like, all you have to do is just Implement a facial cleanser. So I just wanted to follow up with this and ask you if you guys have done that
3: or what I'll, have you done? I'll field that one. So when you bring somebody on, <laughs> when, you, when you bring somebody on your podcast and you're the host, you're quite literally the host. You want to make your guests look good and ask them about shit that they know about. Annie and Emily, they both crush it when it comes to self-care stuff. That, like, if you look at their Instagram. I'm answering this too. Yeah, they crush oh, yeah. that. And I kind of asked my girlfriend, wife about um, what are some of the products you know, that they exist.
2: Time. They were engaged the, at the time.
3: The Bajori strips or whatever they're called. But to answer Be your right. question, right. other than showering semi-regularly, just kidding, regularly, <laughs> uh, I don't use – She like my wife will always tell me like, oh, my God, we should do a pore strip. It'll feel so good. I'm like, no, it won't, but sometimes. <laughs> um, so good. So it's like I'm regularly told to do it, and sometimes I cave in and I do it, but I don't do it out of like, oh, my God, my skin is just so fresh now. <laughs> but Kevin, on the other Kevin, hand,
4: what do you do? So, Raleigh, t- t- how that episode started off is because, yes, at, like you guys, you nailed it, Bryce. Emily and Annie are – fantastic follows overall but especially for the self-care and just positivity and i will say though for another time another topic i still don't understand i've told both of you this too i think in our last episode is that whatever you guys are posting the videos of in your stories that are like you're getting like something done to your face and sucked out and put in and there's like tools and like things all over your face somebody's explaining to me what's going on there because I don't know what's going on. And it looks like it's you you guys like swear by it, but I don't know what's going on. Anyway, um, so Raleigh goes, we're gonna have Emily and Annie on we're gonna talk about you know wellness, um, you know, healthy things. And I was like, cool, you know, I love talk about mental health. Um, you know, I know they're two great people to talk about, you know, wellness and, and self-care. Um so we get on the Zoom call and I thought we were just gonna talk about just have a high level, just like a chat like this. Raleigh is literally and then I should have released a video. He's holding up like, like Kate's products and like going down one by one, like asking them for like their opinions on it. And whatnot. So I'm sitting here like, I, we're doing like a, we got like, we do like a product demo on our podcast. And I, and I should have put that video out. I'm so I'm um, so, about to answer your question again. I'll, long answer short. Um, I buy a very expensive face wash. Yes. Good.
2: Which one, wait, which one do you have?
4: Uh, I use Lachetan, Cade. Uh, oh, I've
2: never even heard of that.
4: Yep, great, Sounds great crazy. French brand. Who I may or may not uh, work with. So uh, yeah,
2: that, I'm <laughs> so proud of you. Emily will be so proud. I, I
3: brought it up on the podcast. That's what it was. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was bringing out things that Kate has and asking you guys to. I, I think I might have just tried to internally validate it, like your Strips. <laughs> Is this a piece of shit or is it, does it actually matter? And you guys (laughs) said most of them matter. So I'm like, all right, shout out Kate. Yeah.
2: Most of them do matter. Or Um, anything without some things, but.
3: Well, okay. So now
1: we've come to, uh, now we've come to uh, a segment that we do on our um, somebody sessions called the mom question. This actually, because Annie and I love our moms and um, my this question comes from my mom, Jane, who you guys haven't met. I know you've met Lori. Um, we should have asked her for a question, actually. But um in my mom wants to know what do you predict in one word, what do you predict happens with the Browns for the remainder of the season? Like what's one word that you hope or or an adjective or anything that you feel like that could
3: happen? Let me think. Uh you want to go first? Okay. Well, nope. Okay. At the end of this season, they're going to have five first round draft picks that they picked at one point, as well as other guys that they brought on the team, as well as other pro bowlers, including some of the first round draft picks as well as a head coach that knows what he's doing and a, and looks good while doing it and a, yeah, he's got a chiseled jawline shout out Kevin Stefanski and
0: They have a front office that knows knows what they're
3: doing, and they're looking like a franchise that you can build a championship off of. I mean, the team, since we came back in 99, we've gone through like 30 different quarterbacks, 20 different head coaches, and that shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. So now I think that they have – I will give credit to Jimmy Haslam – We're kind of stepping back and hiring people that know what they're doing and just let them take care of it. So I think we as fans, I don't care what the outcome is, just support them. Like I hate armchair GMs. I hate armchair quarterbacks. We're we're not sports analysts on our show. We don't talk about what the Browns should have done when it was fourth and three or whatever. (laughs) That's kind of part of the voice of it. It's like, no, 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 You just shut your mouth and be supportive of the team. And that being said, I'm thinking we're going 13 and three. And if we don't get to the Super Bowl, I'm pissed, dude. Uh,
4: way <laughs> to th- stick to one word there, Riley. Yeah.
3: Thanks for the one word <laughs> answer. <laughs> oh, wait, is that one word? Oh, sorry. blackout. blacked out. Ooh, I'm going to sh- use for my, for my,
4: I don't disagree with anything I was just said, by the way. For my one word to describe the Browns the rest of this season, um, I was thinking confidence, confident. But I want to use the word conviction instead. The reason why I pick conviction is because, for the first time in my life, or at least since they came back in '99, uh, you have guys that clearly love playing for the coach. They clearly love playing with one another. They all hang out outside of, or I shouldn't say all, of them, a lot of them hang out outside of football. You know, they really cheer each other around a lot. And for the you know, for the first time, you can see you know. Uh, especially in the press conferences it's Stefanski is telling the room what he's going to do what's going on not in an asshole way or uh you know a, a, like a bill Belichick one or two words like Stefanski clearly has a plan he's still a rookie at coach he's learning as he goes along of course but like he knows what he wants and so does Andrew Berry. they know what they want to do and they're on the same page we've never had a GM and a coach on the same page ever in Cleveland and then he knows what's going on when Baker comes out um you know, good or bad. He always says, you know, we want to be better. We're not where we're at. It's not just, yeah, you know, we did well and hoping to do better. No, he's like, we're not there yet. Miles Garrett, same thing. So it's just so great to finally see a group that for everything I've seen appear to be all on the very same page and really enjoy being around each other. And we've never, ever had that. And they all know where they want to go. And so that's what I'm going to say for my one word, 20 minute answer conviction.
3: Great.
1: I like that. All right. I like Can you say
3: one word again. Yes. I changed mine badass yeah (laughs) sorry i won't give an explanation but they're bad
1: (laughs) well thank you for that we uh, now we want now we want to close our show with our favorite segment on this podcast which is annie's approval none of you guys know about this actually i didn't send this to any of you but annie's approval is where we get annie's unedited opinion on today's headlines at large however in honor of our guests tonight we're putting a fun potentially confusing spin on this segment by calling it Annie's approval and dog's disapproval. Okay. So cool. here's the headline. Here's the headline. NFL finds Juju Smith Schuster 5k over socks because they showed too much skin. According to TMZ, the NFL hit two star Pittsburgh Steelers. Awesome players with 5k fines for showing too much leg during a game. Steelers wide out Juju Smith, Schuster and running back James Connor were both flagged by the NFL for breaking the dress code, which requires players to wear their socks all the way up to their pants. The league sent a letter to both Juju and Connor, claiming they both, they broke the sock rule during the October 25th game against the Tennessee Titans quote, specifically your stockings failed to cover your lower leg. The letter said Juju later posted the note on social media. It should be noted that both players can appeal the fine. However, Annie do you approve and dogs? Do you disapprove?
3: Right, there's <laughs> a lot of double, a lot of double negatives there. Is that, is that a, real,
1: a real? Is that a real article? This like is a real what? article. This happened. So basically, just like a test, like this is like the onion, like this that. This is actually, like a test. This is like a test. So, if Annie approves of it, Annie, do you approve of it? Let's start there. Actually,
2: um, this well, actually happened. Yeah, this is a real article. You're not People- punking us. No, no, no! He only pulls real headlines. This is from, from TMZ. Over.
1: This is from TMZ. Yeah. So they got fined five k for his for socks being too high. I'm going to show you. It was they were basically like right there. They got <laughs> okay. they got to like right do there.
2: That. Don't okay. do that. Don't do that. Your leg,
1: bro. <laughs> I just showed my leg, everybody. If yeah. since you're listening to do
2: this, um, I first of all just have to say <laughs> that I think it is completely ridiculous what these guys get fined for. However. The Steelers. So, yes, I approve.
1: <laughs> God damn it.
2: So, Annie approves
1: of the fine. That's what you but should. If do you happened, dis-
2: but if it happened to Jarvis and Miles. Nick Chubb, oh, yeah. I would be like, absolutely not. I disapprove. But because it's the Steelers, I'm fine with it.
3: That's the right answer, Annie.
1: So, but, do you but- disapprove of the fine? That's what the question is. Do you disapprove of them getting a fine?
3: So I try to call a fair game, um, and yes, we do have a, in fact, the Steelers mentality, but Juju Smith-Schuster is probably one of the coolest dudes in the league. Like, he is one of those guys that you cannot hate, Um, and also, it's like five grand. Yes, if I got five, find five grand, it would probably impact the rest of my couple of years. But could have been worse and I don't know. I disapprove that it happened to Juju. He's too okay. good of a dude and they should have known that. Like that. Kevin, what do you think? Love both your
4: answers and agree wholeheartedly. I disapprove. Um, guys that make the amount of money they make, if you're gonna find him five grand, why find him anything at all? Um, also for showing a little too much skin, if like he wasn't wearing shoulder pads or something, yeah, that's a little different. But uh if he gets um, turf burn, I mean whatever. Um I also, but I, I do respect that the league just has a very strict um, uniform. They don't really let a whole lot of shit slide, so I get that too. But this is a joke. Um, it probably costs more than five grand for the twenty lawyers ahead, of then come together and send the paperwork and all this shit. If you're gonna find them five grand, that that better be going to some charity or some fund or something else because we know you don't need five grand and it means nothing to them to lose five grand so if you're putting that on it like that better be going to some some charity so i disagree so i got a little fired up there
1: no i like it
2: no that's, that's okay what? i'm actually going to inquire with the nfl about sending those <laughs> signs to me to pay my rent so thanks for the idea kevin
1: you're welcome yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being wait, here. Wait 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. This is what Annie so, always does.
2: <laughs> so ev- no, you fucked up, pr- producer Bryce, fucked up. Um, Okay, every oh somebody session, own. we ask our somebody's three questions, and it's kind of rapid fire. So you oh, my can God, both I forgot answer. about this. Yeah, so you can both answer, but it's rapid fire. Raleigh, it's got to be real quick, okay? Go,
3: go with Kevin first.
2: Okay, what is your favorite hard seltzer? Claw. Okay. Raleigh? Uh, truly. Ooh, interesting. Can I switch um, to
4: nooners instead? Sure. Nooners.
2: Okay. Um, question two, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
3: People never forget when you take care of them. They also don't forget when you screw them over. Shout out, Dad.
4: Uh, the first like one that. that just pops off my head. Uh, My grandfather always taught us, someone's always watching, not in a creepy way, uh, but uh, do what you're supposed to be doing. Try to do it your best, even when you don't think anyone's watching you um, because it pays off in the end.
2: Oh, I love both of those. And then the final one is, what do you believe that you are an expert of?
3: Brown specific meme, social media on Instagram (laughs) only. Love it. Yeah. uh for me it's
4: playing the violin or fiddle
2: oh i know that? yes he's a professional
4: oh that's right I would, I wouldn't. I would I, a professional is a little bit of a stretch but uh i say i've been playing like most of my life so i'd say if i can be an expert on anything at all it'd be playing violin
1: or fiddle annie i am so impressed that you remembered those questions so like verbatim like photographic memory
3: Wow, it's amazing. Well, okay.
1: Again, now I can say thank you guys so much yeah. for being here. If you oh, are not, you oh, what is that? wait a sec.
3: Whose answers were sick or mine or Kevin's? This is <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Annie, you you're go. both really good.
2: No, they were so good. I'm actually. I'll say
3: I have a lot
4: of shitless right now, Raleigh. So I think I it's yeah. one
3: will live. No, no. no. One will I was die. actually
2: gonna say I'm upset. No, that's not fair. Don't put that on me. Okay. Um. Fair. No, I I it's will say job. I'm. I can't believe I didn't bring up the fact that Kevin is so good at violin. He toured with Machine Gun Kelly.
4: Not, so okay. don't let him tell you that I mean, he's not I on a played, played he, on his tour. He played with him one time. Three times. Three <laughs> shows. Uh, so while I didn't tour with him, I was on three shows on his tour that one summer, and it was incredible. So, God, I wish I could tour Machine Gun Kelly.
2: Well, you that sounds like it's to cool. me that's what you did. But yeah. anyway, I'm not choosing who had the sickest answers. Bryce, pimp him out.
1: <laughs> Third time's a charm. All right, thank you guys again for being here. If you're not already, please subscribe to the Dogs of War podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Also, please follow their incredible socials at Angry Browns Fans on Instagram and at D O W Podcast on Twitter. Is there anything else? Why don't you guys plug your um, your personal instas? If you have
4: absolutely, positively nothing better in your life to do, uh, it's at the number two, L E T A, two letter. And just want to say thank you guys. This is a blast. Uh, I know that we probably had longer answers than anyone in the history of this podcast. Uh, but thank you for bringing the two biggest nobodies on the Nobodies podcast. I you love you guys. Are
1: somebodies. These are somebody sessions. We did this. This is a somebody session it's coming out. It's coming out. It's uh, the
4: April Fool's Day episode. Let's be insane. <laughs>
1: Annie, take it away.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> all right. So if you guys are not following us yet on Instagram, it's at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Wilk and at Bryce advice. It's the same on TikTok. Twitter is at nobody's the pod same for personals. And you can always email us at no expert at gmail.com.
1: Thanks guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend
2: and more importantly, a mediocre week.
3: That's a good catch line.
2: Um, <laughs> The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay.
1: It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley.
0: Introducing Wondersweep from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away.